Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. How you doing, happy people? Hello. Now, we are back. And it, uh, it never fails, right? I'm always expecting a response, and it's just, I'm just a, uh, I'm just a crowd guy. There's that you one know? person on the other side who's like, hey, Raymond. <laughs> <laughs> hey. I hope they never see me in person. They'll be like, hi, be... Raymond. Yeah, well, I'm, <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, say hi to my wife, yeah, okay? Exactly. You know? <laughs> don't let my wife see you. <laughs> yeah, she, she got the four fifth, you know, right. so, so don't be careful with that one. <laughs> right. Hey, can I get your autograph? Uh, like, no, 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 but you can get this where I stand, go yeah, and really. pass it out to somebody. Yeah. Get the Bible. Here you go. Right, you yeah. know? Wow, my wife standing over there. She'll be ready to disciple you. No, right, right. <laughs> and my wife's over there. You know, so. ready to strangle you if you try around. Uh huh. Or him. Yeah. <laughs> you know, all right, but it's your host Ray Tucker and Jay Jones, and we're here again telling you where we stand on cultural issues from a Christian and Black perspective. Yes, we are, and that's not the reason why we're in black and white, by the way. No. So, in case it's your first time seeing this, so again, I'm sure I said this before, but we are both not ashamed. That's right. You know, I'm in one sixteen. Yep. So today we're going to be talking about on circumcision and the old system of faith. That is right. And we're going to talk about the origin of circumcision, symbolism, symbology behind that, uh, the purpose, identity, and then we're going through the heart. That's right. So let's go ahead and jump into it because we got a lot, a lot of ground to cover and not a whole lot of time. Um, so where does circumcision come from? Because a lot of people, I remember one time um, a friend of mine, um, well, I'll say friend, but we was in the same connection class together. And um, we kind of, <laughs> I mean, a brother in Christ. About there that. you go. You know, a brother in Christ. You know, we, 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 we'll yeah. talk about that later. Yep. You, know. <laughs> you know, anyways, brother in Christ, he had this question about circumcision. And he asked me the question, like, why do all black people get circumcised? Stuff like that. And I'm like, okay. I'm not circumcised. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what, I'm like, what do you mean? I'm hearing that. <laughs> yeah, you know, and because he was asking because you know they were um gonna adopt a uh, a child, right? Uh. And then they were they were asking, you know, some of the questions they were asked was, you know, in terms of preference, right? Do you prefer a child that's circumcised or uncircumcised, really? stuff like that? Yeah, you know, and um, so he was asking me that question, and like, why do why do black people more often than not get get circumcised? And mm-hmm. I'm like, I didn't really have an answer for him at the time because I'm like, I'm not circumcised. I don't not know any other black man that is circumcised. I don't go around asking that question. You know? <laughs> you know, you <laughs> know, you know. I'm like, hey, dude, you circumcised? Right. You know, like, yeah, huh? So I was kind of throwing for a loop for money. that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was kind of throwing for a loop for that. Right. You know, and. And so, so it's kind of the background of why we get into the origin. Like, where does it come from? Mm. You know, a lot of people think that it's just medical reasons or right. it's cleanliness stuff like that. Right. Well, right. let's get into that, right? So we're gonna jump right in. 
to uh, Genesis 17, 9 through 14, the ESV. You want to take this one? I got it. And God said to Abraham, as for you, you shall keep my covenant, you and your descendants after you throughout their generations. This is my covenant, which you shall keep between me and you and your descendants after you. Every male child among you shall be circumcised and you shall be circumcised in the flesh of your foreskins. And this shall be a sign of the covenant between me and you. He who is eight days old among you shall be circumcised every male child in your generations he who is born in your house or brought with money from any foreigner who is not your descendant he who is born in your house and he who is brought with your money must be circumcised and my covenant shall be in your flesh for an everlasting covenant and the uncircumcised male child who is not circumcised in the flesh of his foreskin that person shall be cut off from his people he has broken my covenant Amen. So that's that's where it comes from. And then it also gets codified into the Jewish law in Leviticus twelve thirteen right, right. on, on the eighth day of the flesh or foreskin shall be circumcised. Right. And that word circumcised literally means to be cut off. It can also be translated into destroy. Mm-hmm. And um so yeah, that's where it comes from. All right, pretty straightforward. Mm-hmm. You know, nothing not not too much wiggle room to for interpretation there. Like it's no. you know yeah, the command, circumcise yourself. Yeah, like th- there there's when when it comes to these kind of narratives and then a law, it's cut and dry. Right. Like it's 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 black and white, you know, mm-hmm. that's why we're in black and white, right? <laughs> I'm gonna get those jabs in when I can. Right. You know. But um so pretty straightforward where it comes from. That's that's where circumcision comes from and so moving on i love the uh consistent pattern of uh god having order like you see in the beginning with adam he's giving him these commands don't do this don't do that you know get circumcised i'm gonna set you guys apart y'all gonna be different from the rest of the world yep. you know obey exactly. obedience is a consistent pattern of those who uh are to serve the lord obedience is a requirement obedience is better than sacrifice says yes to the lord yes you know so let's get into some of the symbology behind, like, what does it mean? Like, you get circ- okay, you're circumcised, right? Okay, what does it mean that? Right. All right. So let's get into some of that. And it shall be a sign. This word sign, you know, it means a signal, you know, distinguishing mark, a banner, mm-hmm. something to something of remembrance, mm-hmm. right? Miraculous. It can mean an omen. Right. You know, a warning, a token, an ensign, like a flag, right? Uh, a standard, again, like a flag, Mm-hmm. Um, a miracle, a proof, you know, it's all the kind of things that a sign can mean, right? So that's kind of just in general, just for a procedure, you had to put that out there, right? Right. Um, but one of the things, like, like I mentioned, like, because embedded in that definition is, you know, removal, right? Uh, so one of the, one of the symbology of it is removal of sin, right? You know, I'm kind of a little tongue tied here, sorry about that, but uh. <laughs> So circumcision was a symbol of the cutting away of the flesh to pursue the things of God and of his spirit. Right, and this comes from the Blue Letter Bible. We look that up. So consistent with his pattern again. Just the cutting away of the sin and pursuing him. Mm-hmm. Well, he don't miss, do he? <laughs> no, he don't. Wow. Another one. You know, it symbolizes the law. Because mm-hmm. circumcision is a symbol that stands for the whole law, right. and Paul gets into this, right? Mm-hmm. You know, he talks about how if you if you if you're gonna go ahead and get circumcised, then you might as well keep the whole law, right? 
you know, and then and then you know Jesus is of no no benefit, right? You know, of no advantage, right? Right. Yep. And then it's kind of lose back to Galatians. Yeah, you talk about Galatians five too, where Paul was writes about that. Right. Interesting too how the circumcision is not what justified them. It is a byproduct of their uh it, it, it proves that they belong to him, right? It's yeah. the, the act of obedience comes after the uh conviction, after you yep. believing. It's, but it's not what justified them. Though. Exactly. And because even Abraham was justified before because of faith right yep. right which is why paul is having the issue with these people uh what, what are you getting circumcised for mm -hmm. you, you're already justified you believe don't let these individuals come and tell you that circumcision is a requirement for you to be justified yeah anyways i'm getting ahead yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway so another um symbology here to pain of sin right all right so circumcision is a symbol that stands for the pain of sin and a blood that must be shed to atone for sin right all right Oof. yeah Another thing that, that I thought about was um, circumcision is something that you can't do on your own. Right. You know, like to even keep that part of the law, you need the help of someone else who is <laughs> bigger than you, right. who's stronger than you, right. who is able right. when you're not able. You don't even know. You're not even aware uh, of it. Right? You're not even aware that, you know, you, you need to be circumcised. Right. All right. So that's what I mean by loss. Like you're not even aware of it. Man, I never even thought about I just had a daughter, right? So, of course, she's not getting circumcised. I'm like, man, if I have a son, you know, and he gets circumcised, that poor baby. <laughs> they got to heal up and everything. Uh -huh. Think about that. Dude. Yeah, that's, that's painful. Yeah. It really is painful. Wow. You know, so, yeah, that's one symbol, one symbol, some, some symbol of it. And it wasn't uh, modern day that they were getting circumcised. Man, they have flint rocks. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I don't even want to know, man. I don't even, man. It was so bad that I'm, I'm, I'm sure you're familiar with the story. I can't, um, man, who got one of the, somebody got raped by a group of people in the oh, Bible. I can't remember. Tamar. No, 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 no. I don't, I don't think it, it wasn't Tamar. Tamar was raped by her brother, but it was, it was one of Jacob's, uh, daughters that no, got raped. The, think the two Tamars. Okay. I, mean, might, I think they both got raped. It, it might have. That's great. Don't name your kids anymore. But anyway. <laughs> well, that's um, Tamar Braxton, so too right, bad for that. Right. But she got uh, raped, and her brother, uh, her brothers ended up going and uh, killing the whole nation of people. But one of the requirements uh, to have the sister was they were like, circumcise all the men. But it was to make them weak so that they can come and kill them. Yeah. But they were so weak from the circumcision that yep. they were able to kill all of them. All the men. That that amount of pain had y'all that weak that you couldn't even fight back. Mm -hmm. That's crazy. <laughs> y'all couldn't lift a sword, nothing. Not wow. a bow and arrow, nothing. Ooh, man. A whole city just yep. done. I got to go back and get the names on that story. But anyway. Yeah. We'll put it in the description. It'll, it'll, it'll be in the blog. Check yeah. the blog, too, by the way. Yeah. Um, another one. Uh, let's talk about the symbology of the new man. You want to take this one? Yeah. When practiced according to God's law, the ritual of circumcision pertains to men. That is, males taking place on the eighth day after purification. Eight is the number of new beginnings. I just realized that is severely misspelled. Sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I copied and pasted. I didn't even catch that. Wow. <laughs> and I still didn't mess it up. <laughs> How you like me now? <laughs> Eight is the number of new beginnings. The idea being that seven is the number of perfection. And seven plus one, 
eight restarts the cycle. Thus, the eighth day of the week is Sunday. In reality, the beginning of the new week, the last great day, which occurs eight days after the Feast of Tabernacles begins, looks forward to the day when God will make all things new. This is important symbolic this is the important symbolic message behind physical circumcision. The boy, dash, the man, dash, circumcised <laughs> on the eighth day is a new man. <laughs> Why are you eating a dash like that? <laughs> the people on the podcast. No, I <laughs> Sometimes I got to be a little funny. A little, a little, little, little <laughs> but um, yeah, that, that, that's taken from um, uh, Choosing the New Man Part 2 by uh, Charles Whitaker. Who uh, he actually passed away this year? He did die, yeah, yeah, 1944 to, to, to 2021. Wow. Um, from the magazine article, The Forerunner, uh, March April edition 2003. So it's been been out for a while. Um, that's why he makes the observation oh, about wow. how um, circumcision is the symbolic of the new man. Mm-hmm. All right. So I just want to make sure I give credit where credit is due. That's also where that spelling error comes from. But uh, wow. <laughs> Charles Whitaker. Not to be mistaken for Forrest Whitaker. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. You know, um, let's talk about the symbology of baptism, right? Ooh. So we pulled this right out of Colossians 2.11. I was excited when I when I found this. I'm like, oh, wow, this is awesome. Yeah, we All were right? on the phone. He was like, Jay, I found I found the scripture. <laughs> but anyways, um, Colossians 2, 11 through 14, New King James Version. Uh, in him, you were also, circ- also circumcised with the circumcision made without hands by putting off the body of sins of the flesh by the circumcision of Christ buried with him in baptism in which you were also, you also were raised with him through faith in the working of God who raised him from the dead and you being dead in your trespasses and in the uncircumcision of your flesh, he has made alive together with him, having forgiven you all trespasses, having wiped out the handwriting of requirements that was against us, that is the law, which was contrary to us. And he has taken it out of the way, having nailed it to the cross. Yeah. Well, I should say that's our sins, I should say, to be, to be more accurate. Right. You know, so... You know, again, this is from, I won't say again, but it's, it's very similar magazine, um, the Forerunner, different edition. This is, um, was God nailed to the cross? Um, or at least it's where he at least pointed to that, right? right? So in verses 11 to 13, Paul explains what Christ did for us and how those who believed, believed in him are now spiritually circumcised. The subject under discussion is the means of our justification. Paul is saying that when we repented and were baptized, the old man of sin was buried in a watery grave and our sins were completely forgiven through our faith in the sacrifice of Christ. After being raised out of the water, we were made alive with him and imputed to be righteous in God's sight. Paul refers to this process of circum- as circumcision made without hands that is spiritual circumcision all right and that's from um earl l hen um the name of that one was uh was god's was god's law nailed to the cross um he passed away several years ago uh 1997 um again by the same magazine right. forerunner all right june 95 edition if you wow. if you're looking that up so but yeah well said. 
moving on. So let's talk about the purpose of circumcision, you know, and, and why, 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 why in the past, you know, the Jews are required to be circumcised, right? So let's turn to uh, Romans 4.11 through 12 and the ESV is your favorite version right here. Yes, it is. You know, to become the father of faith. Mm-hmm. You know, he received the sign of circumcision as a seal of the righteousness that he had by faith while he was still uncircumcised. The purpose was to make him the father of all who believe without being circumcised so that righteousness would be counted to them as well and to make him the father of the circumcised who were not merely circumcised but who also walk in the footsteps of the faith that our father Abraham had before when he was circumcised. He's had before he was circumcised. All right. So it's pretty straightforward, right? All right. Another part is, you want to take this one? Yeah, to be set apart, consecrated. This is in Leviticus chapter 20, verse 26. And you shall be holy to me, for I, the Lord, am holy and have separated you from the peoples that you should be mine. This was um, one of the uh, one of the most important things for me in understanding uh, the law. When I found out that it was to separate them from uh, the rest of the world, that really changed the view for me because I would look at the New Testament where Paul says that we're not under the law anymore. Mm-hmm. It was a type and shadow, and I, I wrestle with. Well, if this is what God gave them in the law, why are we not doing it anymore? But when I recognized from a cultural and historical standpoint that it was to separate them from the rest of the world, it's like, ah, that mm-hmm. makes sense. Yep. I'm a, y'all gonna y'all gonna move differently. Yep. Right. So then it changes the food argument where people say, We gotta eat this way because that's how God uh-huh. wanted them to eat. Well, yep. the rest of the world ate and prepared. See, that's another thing people don't consider. The preparation, even mm-hmm. how they prepared their food was different yep. because I don't want y'all to be like the rest of the world. Yep. And so it changes the food argument to we can't have that because God, well, no. It was it was a cultural thing. We we eat this way, so we y'all understand we're different. We In a time period, like right. God was setting things up. He was right. setting up, you know, he was setting up these signs and symbols right. as, a, as different types yep. to lead nation Israel to back to Himself. Yes, yes. you know, now that work is completed. Mm-hmm. There's no need for it to hold to those customs and stuff right, like that no right. more. You know, yep. it's not going to, you're not going to be wrong if you want to celebrate Passover and stuff like that and, mm-hmm. and have unleavened bread. Like, right. You're not inherently wrong for doing stuff like that, right? However, the, the error comes in in the doctrinal aspect of that. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're still preaching that as a doctrine in order to be saved by Christ, and that's where the error comes in. Mm-hmm. And Paul makes it clear. I mean, all throughout the epistles that uh, we're not under the law anymore Mm -hmm. and that you actually are putting yourself in bondage when you try to go and put yourself under that because they couldn't even uphold it. No. Nope, nope, nope. Also, it it goes into the whole work-based aspect. I'm doing this in order to uh, be right with God. Christ did that. Mm -hmm. So that leads us into identity, right? So Genesis seventeen ten in the ESV, you know, going back to the back to the very beginning. Mm-hmm. So this is where this is my covenant, which I which you shall keep between me and you and your descendants after you. Mm-hmm. 
right? So this is God talking to Abraham and talking to his descendants, right? You know, this is where they get their identity from. So mm-hmm. circumcision, it kind of just marks them as part of that family, right? And again, you know, this is more made more clear in Acts, uh, Acts 7, 8, Acts 7, verse 8. Mm-hmm. And he gave them and he gave him the covenant of circumcision and so abraham became the father of isaac and circumcised him on the eighth day and isaac became the father of jacob and jacob the 12 patriarchs mm-hmm. all right and again this that that becomes their identity that becomes their mark their sign i we went back and defined the word sign mm-hmm. right become their mark their identify like right. it's something that you know you know another interesting thing about it is that like you're just walking down the street, you can you can, you don't know if someone's circumcised or not. Right. So it's a sign that's hidden. Right. It's a sign, but you can't see it. Right. All right. It's a sign. You know, only only you know. No one else really knows, mm-hmm. unless you you know drop trial and show them. Right. right. But that would be inappropriate. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it would. You know. And um, but I like what um Jonah said when you talk about identity, right? Mm-hmm. Like what I like I like Jonah's response. Yes. You he know, when response. when he was on his boat, and in Jonah 1 8, in chapter 1, verse 8 through 9, you know, like, basically, if you don't know the story of Jonah, like, just, just look it up. It's real, like, it's one of the most important biblical um, stories out there. Mm-hmm. But, anyways, um, he's on this boat, and these people, and they're like, he's disobeying God. Yeah. God told him, go, go preach to the He's like, nope, he I ain't having it. <laughs> you run. want me to preach to who? Mm-hmm. What? Nah, I ain't, I ain't doing that, you know. So he on the run. He, he gets on his boat in the opposite direction mm-hmm. to what God told him to do. Mm-hmm. Storm comes mm-hmm. because God caused a storm to come, mm-hmm. try to shake him up, wake him up. Mm-hmm. You know, it's yeah, coming right. in hot. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, um, so so this is what Jonah's response when 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 the, when the crew comes to him pleading for their life, they're all casting lots, stuff like that, and they freak. That's a whole interesting. That's interesting there too because God, Bible says you can cast lot, but God causes the outcome. Exactly. Right. So here they are casting lots, and God is like, "Yep, it's him. Mm-hmm. Yep, it's that one. It's your boy, right, right, right there. there. Yeah, it's him. Mm-hmm. All right. So they go to Jonah, and they're like, "Yo, like," and they said to him, "Please tell us." For whose cause is this trouble upon us? And they're about to die. Right? This right. ship is about to break apart. They're about to die in a storm. What is your occupation? Number one. Where do you come from? What is your country? And of what people are you from? So they're asking four really identifying mm. questions. His response is singular. Right? He says to them, I am a Hebrew. Mm-hmm. That's all you need to know, That's pretty much. Know. And I fear the Lord of God of he- and God of heaven, who made the sea and the dry land. Mm-hmm. Like, wow. And by the way, that word he like Hebrew really translates into um um I, I forgot to put it here in the notes, but long story short, what it means is from beyond, mm-hmm. right? From a land beyond, right? Mm-hmm. Which which refers back to a land beyond the Jordan, a yep. land beyond the Red Sea, yep. a land beyond the flood waters, yep. right? Which points back to the patriarchs. Yep. So just just by saying I'm Hebrew, what he's saying is, you know, my fathers are Isaac, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Yep. You know, and the twelve patriarchs. Like that's who I identify with and you know, we identify because we're circumcised. So we, we've been out. studying. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I just I just like to go in deep for stuff right. like that. Absolutely. You know, 
when it comes to our identity because it's We're so nerds. it's so rich right but also no because you know being a black american i can't say that right you know i i can't say i'm a african-american and have that invoke that same kind of historical narrative right Absolutely. right you know i have a very different historical narrative exactly i'm, I'm african-american right so that invokes slavery exactly you know and invokes you know my grandfather was only able to track our history to the virgin islands wow you know after that we're all numbers and it's hard to trace that wow you know there there there's cattle that has better records than humans back then yeah you know so mm. that's what that's what i guess why i like studying stuff like that when it comes to identity mm. right because we don't from an african-american standpoint i don't necessarily have that same kind of luxury uh, at best ancestry yep mm. so so the question that raises the question right mm. from a christian standpoint do christians have to be circumcised right. you know and so we kind of got a long answer for you you want to take the next one yeah sure <laughs> identity Galatians uh, chapter 5 verse 2 through 6 in the ESV for those on the podcast look I Paul say to you that if you accept circumcision Christ will be of no advantage to you I testify again to every man who accepts circumcision that he is obligated to keep the whole law you are severed from Christ you who will be justified by the law you have fallen away from grace for through the spirit by faith we ourselves eagerly wait for the hope of righteousness for in Christ Jesus neither circumcision nor uncircumcision counts for anything but only faith working through love amen I love that and then in Philippians uh, 3 3 in the ESV uh, for we are the circumcision who worship by the spirit of God and glory in Christ Jesus and put no confidence in, in the, flesh. the flesh. And so the answer is no. Yeah. No, no, we don't have to be circumcised. No, you don't. And so really the end of that matter is, you know, circumcision of the heart. Absolutely. Right. And we see this even as far back in Deuteronomy right there in the law. So take a look at that. Deuteronomy uh, 10, 14 through 19, ESV. Behold, to the Lord, to the Lord your God belong heaven and the heavens of heavens, the earth with all that is in it. Yet the Lord set his heart and love on your fathers and choose their offspring after you, after them. You above all people as as you are this day. Circumcise, therefore, the foreskin of your heart. And be no longer stubborn, for the Lord your God is a God of gods and Lord of lords, and the great, the mighty, and the awesome God, who is not partial and takes no bride. Here's, here's a kicker right here. Hmm. He executes justice for the fatherless and the widow and loves the sojourner mm -hmm. or the foreigner. Mm -hmm. All right. Give him food and clothing. Love the sojourner, therefore you are sojourners in the land of egypt mm. i like that part because it really gives it really gives you know the idea of what you should be doing mm -hmm. you know practically when it comes to being circumcised of the right. heart like right. it gives it gives not just identity but you know command you know right. groundwork you know right. it, like, it, like there's ground to cover here mm. you know there's the widows over here who ain't being served there's orphans over here who who ain't being served Go help them. There's these, you know, foreigners over here who ain't being served. Go help them. 
Mm-hmm. All right. And it's, it also repeats very similar, similarly in uh, Deuteronomy 35 through 6. Very and same thing. Even though circumcision is an act of obedience, you kind of get the uh, idea of obedience is uh, better than sacrifice. Mm-hmm. So one could one could put in the category of um, sacrifice. Well, I'm circumcised. Mm-hmm. I don't care about that. Yeah. Are, are are you doing the very things that he said at the end of Deuteronomy? And we see him getting frustrated with Israel time after time again. Yeah, I don't I don't want your burnt offerings. I don't want your incense. Mm-hmm. I want you to do justice. You know, yeah. I, 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 I want the reflection of you serving me in your actions. Yeah. Right. And so it's consistent. Paul is saying that, yeah, circumcision, that, that means nothing. It's, it's, it's our faith in Christ. And as we talked about in other episodes, if we have faith in him, he's Lord and Savior. With him being Lord, it'll lead to a life of obedience that will reflect yep. those very things right there. So he's been consistent. Yep, yep. And this is echoed also in um, Jeremiah 4, 3 through 4, in ESV. For thus says the Lord to the men of Judea, and Jerusalem, break up your fallow ground, and sow not among thorns. Circumcise yourselves to the Lord. Now, if he just left it there, people would be cutting themselves and whatnot, right? Mm-hmm, but right. no, he says, remove the foreskin of your hearts, O men of Judah and inhabitants of Jerusalem, lest my wrath go forth like fire and burn and burn with none to quench it because of the evil of your deeds. Right, so so many people may actually be physically circumcised, right? Because right? you know this is the Lord talking to the nation of Israel, mm-hmm. and so they were already commanded to be circumcised, mm-hmm. right? But he he moves that needle back, you know. Right. It's it's not just a matter of your flesh, right? But your hearts and what you do and right. and what you do to other absolutely. people, absolutely, absolutely, right? yeah. And then lastly. You know, bringing it back home to New Testament, you know, because this is what we go by as, as Christians, you know, um, not the only thing we go by, but it's the culmination of the entire Old Testament. Right. right. Romans uh, 225 to 29. Mm-hmm. Want to take this one? Yeah, I got it. For circumcision indeed is of value if you obey the law. But if you break the law, your circumcision becomes uncircumcision. So if a man who is uncircumcised keeps the precepts of the law, Will not his uncircumcision be regarded as circumcision? Then he who is physically uncircumcised but keeps the law will condemn you who have the written law and code or the written code and circumcision but break the law. For no one is a Jew who is merely one outwardly, nor is circumcision outward and physical, but a Jew is the one inwardly, and the circumcision is a matter of the heart, by the spirit, not by the letter. His praise is not from man, but from God. Amen. I love that, too, because we see that in the Old uh, Testament, uh, the rebellion of Korah. Mm. Um, yep. We see that with um, all those under the age of uh, or over the age of 21 not being able to make it to the promised land. These mm-hmm. are people who would have been circumcised, who would have been considered uh, Jewish people. They were amongst the people. But again, even back then, it was the individual's heart that justified them. So just because you were amongst the people and had the outright appearance did not mean that you truly belong to god yep and they, they died and they didn't make it man there's a lot of stuff man so much more we could be going into right. but for the sake of time we're gonna leave it there mm-hmm. 
that's really the episode for today. Right. You know, we hope this helps. Right. You know, we hope not just shooting the dark here and not just throwing things against the wall, seeing what sticks and whatnot. Right. But um, we really felt led to to go through certain aspects of what we believe and why we believe it. Mm-hmm. You know, and put forth. So right now, we're kind of laying the ground, laying the ground, covering ground in terms mm-hmm. of you know our positions of faith. Right. So if you're asking the question of where we stand on circumcision, I hope this answers that question. Right. 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 So again, it's your host, Ray Tucker. And Jay Jones. And, you know, catch us on the next one. But for now, oh, also, yeah, I'm, I'm missing something here, right? <laughs> click the link. Click the like. I was going to see yeah, it. Cl- yeah. Click the like. Hit subscribe. Mm-hmm. You know, check out the blog, Sue. Yep. Um, and check us out on podcasts wherever you get your podcast. Look for that dove. Look for that X. Look for that flag. And you can see where we stand on cultural issues from a Christian perspective and in black perspective. Yes. All right, so signing off. Till next time.